Welcome to Ladder Talk. Today, we have a few guests with us to talk about the hot topic of acquisition disorder. So first up, there's my co-host, Gerard. Hey, what's up, everyone? And we have returning guest, Ross. And we have, for the first time ever, we have Alex, founder of TryThatSoap.com. Hey, everyone. Yeah, so uh, we've brought together kind of this little round table to talk about acquisition disorder. And that's what we mean by that is kind of the cycle that happens uh, really any hobby, but in particular for wet shaving, uh, it could be, you'll see it abbreviated as sad, bad, rad, which is just short for either soap, razor, or brush acquisition disorder. And that's where you just want to try everything. You might, you know, just really spend way too much, then regret it (laughs) after trying it try to sell it off, trade it off, whatever. And then you start the cycle again when you, you know, either look at or find out about something new. So I think that's kind of uh, a quick summary of, of what we'll talk about. And there's a lot of different kind of uh, facets of, of that cycle that we'll get into. But one, one big thing is uh, we have Alex on today because uh, in part, trythatsoap.com is trying to help you avoid some of those purchases. It, it's trying to catalog as many artisan soaps as possible, which is hard because there's new artisans coming out and new soaps coming out all the time, and also provide the note breakdown. And then based on your preferences and what you tell the website, what you like, ratings and whatnot, uh, it'll try to recommend additional soaps to you and even may turn you onto soaps that you did not know uh, know about before. So th- does, that sound about, <laughs> does that sound about right, Alex? That's definitely a, a core part of it and really what was the idea behind starting the site. Um, when I got into it, like I had no idea about any of the notes and scents and bergamot and all that. So it was really a, a project that I could work on to, to work on some of my coding skills, but get something out there that could be useful. And I, uh, you mentioned the disorders, like, uh, when I get into a hobby, I typically go hard into the hobby very quickly. Uh, I, I spend entirely too much money on shaving soaps the first year between samples and full-size soaps and aftershaves and, and all that. And most of it I didn't either didn't like, didn't use. Um, so that was kind of the idea behind it was like when you're getting started, like you have a general idea of some of the regular scents, you know, like cedar, peppermint, rose, stuff like that. So use that as a starting base and kind of get directed towards some of the sense that might be of interest to you. So you can at least get started because especially now, like there's just so much out there. It can be super overwhelming and samples aren't cheap. Like, I mean, you're looking at like three bucks a sample for little, what half, half an ounce of soap. Mm -hmm. Um, Three shaves. Yeah. Three shaves at, at most. And then that's it. Or you just buy the whole soap which is like anywhere from 15 to 25 bucks. And that's even more expensive there, especially for something that you may not like. But yeah, that was the, that was really where it started. It's expanded a little bit more kind of a wet shaving hub or tool where you can store your shaves of the day, um, keep track of the things you have, uh, keep a wish list and stuff like that. Gotcha. And upon launch, were those additional features uh, were those in place or did you just kind of slowly grow, out fr- grow it out from the database? Slowly, slowly grew it out. The uh, the rec- the rating and recommendation part was there from day one. That was that was really the main feature that I had. Mm-hmm. 
and then it kind of expanded. And actually, it was just soap at first; like it didn't even have aftershaves or anything like that. Um, and then it eventually, I eventually had to redo a lot of it to make it work for like aftershaves and perfumes and like more artisan perfumes and stuff like that, like Chatillon looks, um, zoologist, and kind of ones that have some sort of tie-in to wet shaving. But then talking with with people using the site, with folks on Reddit, IRC now instagram stuff like that like kind of hearing what people want to use it for um and what i would want to use it for as a user because i like I, I use the site as well there's a lot of gaps in tooling so to speak like you see people keeping spreadsheets of all their shaves and and their their den and stuff like that i was like i can i can help with that like hmm. here we can do this and kind of tie it in with additional features and stuff like that now how long has the site been around for now 2000 October of 2016 it just hit it hit three years at the end of last year okay so um yeah it launched October I had started working on it in about February of that year and that was like my background's more uh like scripting and like infrastructure automation so this is my first time running uh doing front end stuff as well so if people have visited the site they'll they'll probably notice that the uh, UI it's not the greatest. Uh, there's a lot of room for improvement there, but it is something that built from the ground up. So. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that, that's actually something I'm working to improve the the, the free time that I do have. Um, I'm trying to improve the user experience on it. Well, I mean, it's you're providing and you've created a very valuable valuable resource. Uh, yeah, I was really surprised when the fragrances hit there because I'm like, oh man, does this mean he's going to get into like... You, you know, like the whole perfuming world and like, like that's not, I mean, we have, there's Fright Fragrantica and other things that, <laughs> that exist for that. But I actually own Try That Fragrance, Try That Perfume and Try That Cologne, the domains. Really? So, so, uh, could, so you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. <laughs> I have a uh, severe lack of time right now, but yeah. there's, at one, I, I don't know where it's going to go at this point, but at one point it was really like, there's there's a lot of different niches that this concept could go through. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple other domains. I have try that whiskey, try that cigar, I've tried that vape. Uh, so I, I picked up a handful of them just because like you never know, and like it's the framework is kind of there, and it's really just getting the data populated so mm-hmm. that users can make use of it. Now you're gonna get people handing you to create one or all. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't have the time for those. I barely have time to try that soap right now. <laughs> well, either way, it's a valuable resource, and we definitely want people to be aware of that. Yeah, the shade of the day, kind of, I think uh, folks are recording it, taking pictures of it, and I definitely, I, I've used it to, you know, kind of record and cross post. I think uh, it, it's easily done through Reddit, in, in particular. Uh, any other sites that it can, it can post to, or? It's just Reddit right now to the mm-hmm. to the R wet shaving and to the R wicked edge uh, okay. subreddits. The, it's been on kind of the backlog for a while to get uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. And it's just again time time situation. When I sure. got obviously the full time job. I have a three and a five year old. There's not a whole lot of time for for extra things. So, and actually, I was I did actually just look into Instagram the other day. Instagram's actually kind of weird about what it allows you to do. Yeah. Uh, Cause like with Reddit, like try that. So post on your behalf, like you basically give it permission uh, for an hour to post, uh, try that. So will post for you. It'll give you a link. And then if you want to go edit, you can do that with Instagram. You actually cannot 
post on, from what I saw, uh, you cannot post on a user's behalf. I think, I don't know if you all use like, like the regran or anything like that, but I believe that's why they kind of copy and paste things for you. And then you still have to click all the buttons. So I've got to look into see how I can potentially get that to work because I know that there's uh, quite a few Instagram users as well that are using the site. And I think that would be pretty valuable to them. Because I, I do think it's like really good for, for people and, and we're going to get into it right now, as, especially when it comes to, um, you know, sad, you know, in of itself. Yeah. Cause I think I, yeah, I'm pretty much at like around 60 soaps right now. I don't know about you guys, uh, as far as like software is concerned. Um, amateur. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I probably had more. I probably had like close to a hundred, uh, but I've, I've either pissed it or, or sold it. So, but yeah, uh, you know, maybe we should, maybe that's something we should like, you know, talk about like our own, just our own experiences with any of the, any of the disorders. Well, I, because Alex had mentioned it before, like, like the, the first year and how you almost kept none of them. I, I'm wondering if, if we could do kind of a closer look at, um, at, at your journey, Alex. Yeah. So when I started out, I, I bought a ton of samples um, from Maggards. Like I, like I think I spent, I did the kit and I think the next purchase was probably close to a hundred dollars in samples. Like I bought a ton because like, like I said, I didn't know what any of the stuff was. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to try a bunch and see what happens. Um, like, and I had lurked on Reddit and stuff and kind of got a general idea of like what some of the popular stuff was. But uh, there's some popular stuff that I don't particularly care for. So um, both from like, maybe less of a base because most of the artists and stuff's all good. Like it's going to be way better than Parasa, like I started off with and stuff like that. or. Barbasol. <laughs> right. Or, or like Colonel Conquer. They don't ask me about Colonel Conquer. But so like once I got that, I kind of got an idea, um, started buying a couple tubs of some of the things that I liked. Um, my first full tub purchase was from Dapper Dragon. Um, I picked up Signature Tear Dude Dragon, which is a inspired by Tear de Hermes uh, fragrance and green dragon and loved all those got the scale polish scale polish is still amazing by the way um but at that point like it just kept going like there's there's like limited releases are kind of uh were a big problem for me before like oh i don't want to miss out on this i'm just gonna buy it and then i would buy it and i would tell myself that i didn't like it i would just sell it and then selling things on the internet is actually a lot of work so i didn't do any of that but yeah i just i kept buying it i would pick up more stuff and there was at one point where i had quite a bit over 100 soaps i do not have that many right now because i sold and got rid of a bunch but uh like my wife would judge me and just mock me with all the soaps i had yeah i, I spent too much money on soaps <laughs> uh the plus side is that it did help quite a bit when i was starting to try that soap just because i did have some frame of reference on a lot of the, like, so maybe something that people don't know is that the scent breakdowns, like, they're weighted. Like, it's not just, like, even, well, it's mostly not just evenly split. Some of the newer ones that have been added uh, with the user submission does just get evenly split. Um, but for probably the first two and a half years or so, like, when I was adding them, 
um, I was either basing it off my experience or basing it off of the descriptions that the artisans or, or descriptions of the products. So there's definitely some where I would read the description and I'd try it and I'm like, oh, well, I had that completely wrong from the description. Like uh, Sterling's Barbershop was one in particular, I remember, where I I had tried other barbershops like Maggard's London Barbershop. And I was like, oh, and I tried other ones that smelled exactly like that. And it's like, oh, Starlings is probably exactly the same. And then I actually tried it one time. I was like, nope, this is vanilla. Like, this is super sweet. This is not like any other barbershop I've tried. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually had to go and edit that one and recalculate everyone's recommendations because it was just completely wrong uh, from what I had thought it was based off of what I had seen. Yeah, and I still buy things occasionally. Like, I picked up the the latest declaration grooming puzzle soap for Reddit. But I th- in 2019, I did not buy a ton of soaps. I, I maybe five maybe i was gonna say single digits yeah it it was i for what i paid for it was definitely single digits i i I got a couple of gifts from like the various secret santa uh, and gift exchange stuff Mm -hmm. um but i yeah i did not buy a ton so either way have a a stark contrast to previous years in wet shaving Absolutely, absolutely. But the the one thing I will say is like it, I've done this with every hobby. Like we were talking a little bit before about uh, I've, I've got a scotch right here. Like when I really started getting into scotch and whiskey, it was the same thing. It was just buy whatever I can, try as much things as I can um, to kind of really hone in like what I was interested in. So yeah, so I was going to ask, um, you know, only buying like five soaps in 2019 was that just because you know, after reading the notes, you're just like, okay, I am interested in this. Or was it um, more of just an effort to just stop buying stuff altogether? Or both? The ones that I purchased were uh, ones that I had some interest in, like the Fougere Angelique, I was able to smell at the meetup over the summer. So I knew that I, I was interested in that. That one of the other one was, uh, and it actually was a gift from Scott, was to try to the soap 2.0 uh so i was interested in that for fairly obvious reasons i would think but other than that like i bought uh ariana and evans asian plum at the meetup so that was one that i smelled i, I heard a lot of great things about that one and smelled i was like oh, yep I'm, I'm gonna pick up that one and now I, I don't think i've actually used it that much so that might be getting sold but um <laughs> reading a couple and it's I, i've gotten a lot pickier about the brands as well just because I've I've tried so many at this point that I I have a pretty good idea of the ones that I like, and the, I'm going to let other people review them first. Uh, before I was picking up brands that I had never heard of that no one was talking about. At this point, I've I've got to the point where I'm just I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Rudd's review them or I'm gonna let Ross review them. Like I'm I'm someone else can try them and guinea pig them, and I'll I'll pick up the ones that that meet the cut. Yeah, I mean, as, as, as far as like soaps go, I mean, it's, I think, uh, naturally in, in terms of the disorders, if you will, um, I mean, they're, they're cheaper than your brushes and your razors. So I think it's, it's so much easier to accumulate, you know, these enormous amounts of soaps as opposed to, you know, the brushes and razors. It, it's pretty obvious, but I mean, it, it's, it is pretty crazy to see, you know, BST sometimes when people are, are doing the old den thinning and it's just, you know, just tons and tons of pictures, just rows and rows of soaps and sets. And I mean, you can just tell how easy it is to just think that like, I'm just going to grab this one, this one soap, like I, you know, and then all of a sudden like you see the next hot thing that's coming out and 
you know, you know, you're going to go ahead and get that too. It just, it adds up so fast. Yeah. And selling them like seems like a great idea, but it's such a pain to ship them off. Like, and if you're, if you're not doing lots and people are not buying lots as much anymore, like, like maybe two years ago, I did a big thinning and I sold like two or three large lots and they sold pretty quickly. Like, like it wasn't bad soaps either. So, I mean, it was like good soaps in there and stuff. Um, but then I had one this year, this probably over the summer that I was trying to sell and it was so many, let me know if you split, let me know if you split. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just, it's just going to sit in my, my closet. I, I don't care enough to split it and send you one soap. <laughs> uh, I feel like we should keep, keep going around and sharing, uh, whichever acquisition disorder or disorders that folks have, have, have struggled with. So, Ross or Gerard, I wonder if, if if you'd like to tell us a tale. I think Ross has a lot of brushes, doesn't he? You'd be surprised. Um, I think in terms of wet shaving gear, my affinity is towards brushes. Um, I've certainly gone through some in the past, but I think my last count, I think I have like seven or eight right now. Like, I, I think people would probably assume that I have more. Um, I assumed you had more. <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've only got about seven or eight. I think it's eight. I think just this guy down here has one of one of them. But um, no, I, I and you know, majority of what I have are probably soaps. But um, I think my number is actually much lower than maybe Gerard's. I think I'm probably around thirty, thirty five, if that. I guess you could say I subscribe a little bit more to, at least in my mind, quality over quantity, at least compared to most. And that's, that's not like a knock on anybody. It's just, you know, that, that's just how, that's just how my den works. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat um, as Alex, you know, kind of at this point um, at where I'm at in wet shaving, I've, I've kind of narrowed it down to sort of the, the artisans that, that I tend to enjoy a little bit more and naturally support a little bit more. So it, and it's tough, you know, obviously being a part of the the daily shave series. I mean, we're, we're constantly reviewing a lot of different things, which is awesome. And I think that kind of um, that's also helped in the last couple of years with, you know, with some of the, the purchases that I've made, I consider myself kind of lucky in that aspect to be able to, to try all these different things and, you know, try different artisans that I probably wouldn't get to try otherwise. But yeah, so, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, fairly small den. And I mean, if, if, if I do have a disorder, so to speak, it, it probably is just with the soaps that naturally they're just a little bit cheaper. So that, that's probably where I'm at. You mentioned it's like the 30 is the current, uh, current soap collection size. Mm. Was it bigger at some point? Um, it, it might've been a little bit, but not. Uh, not like double the size or anything no, like that. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been double. Um, and maybe in the forties, if that. Um, I, I tend to keep around the same number. It just happens that I keep around the same number, you know, as time goes on. So it's, it's been pretty consistent for the last couple of years, at least. You seem much more even keeled than our, than our uh, peers. <laughs> I know, but I, I feel like, I, I think maybe because if of I, the, purchases, purchases. You're, yeah. You're yeah. Kind of... I, I think because of the, um, the daily shave series, a lot of, folks would assume that I, I have more, but it, you know, a lot of those things, you know, I, I don't necessarily keep around, you know, some, uh, again, it, it kind of goes back to just preferences, but uh, you know, I enjoy trying the new things and kind of giving my thoughts on them for other people. And 
you know, whatever I don't enjoy and just move it on. I think we have a lot to learn from you, Ross, <laughs> based, based on that. I, 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 I mean, the weird thing is, too, I still feel like in a lot of as- aspects, I feel like just naturally, I feel like I, I could slow down. Like, mm. even though I don't have quite as much as I feel like most that really dive into this hobby, there's still moments where, like, I kind of feel like, do I really need to get this? You know, like, I, I'm definitely, I have those moments a little bit more than I used to. Because I was the same way. I mean, I the first year or two, I I went balls to the wall in this hobby and um you know over, over the last couple of years is when i've really kind of honed in and narrowed things down and you know, i, I kind of know exactly what i'm after now oh that that, that makes sense uh how, how about you george uh, i know you haven't been overall i guess in, in what shaving as long but obviously you've, you've come across uh your fair share products uh, kind of what's your experience with acquisition disorder yeah. Um, I mean, last year was, was probably, was pretty bad. You know, I think I'm kind of like still in that, in, in, in that, um, the first zone. Step. Yeah, exactly. You're the first that you have the problem, right? <laughs> um, you How know, been white shaving drawer, uh, actually a long time. Uh, oh, interesting. Okay. 10 years, 10 years. Okay. Which... My mistake. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So my, my, my apologies. No, it's, 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 a, but it's a good thing to say because, like I said, like for like a good five years, like it was just Parasso Green and a, and a crappy Badger. And, and, you know, I've said this before and I recurred 23C. You know, I was, I was just, there was, it wasn't, you know, it was pleasurable in the fact that I wasn't using a cartridge razor, but I did not at all dive into, um, like the artisanal, you know, uh, end of it at all. And I was introduced to it, you know, by, by a friend. And, you know, like I go in there and he's just like, he has like 30 soaps, like displayed, like, like, you know, he has like a bookshelf of soaps and I'm just like, what is this with matching splashes? And, and that was it. It was just, it was just like the cave of wonders opening, you know, in Aladdin. <laughs> and then you're kind of like tippy toeing and then you like turn on the light and all of a sudden like the treasure is there and you're just like, this is, this is what's out there. And that, and that was kind of like the initial, um, yeah, that was the, the introduction, if you will. And I mean, I was pretty good about it, but like, yeah, with, with, I don't, you know, doing the, I would agree with Ross, like doing uh, the Daily Shape series, um, get introduced to a lot, but I don't necessarily keep a lot of that stuff. And then probably just diving into the Instagram end, you know, like um, over the summer uh, and stuff like that you know you just see people that are they're just enthusiastic and everything about it both you know just um enthusiasts as well as well as the artisans themselves and they make themselves so accessible and you know and things like that and part of it i know is probably a little bit of oh let me like try to sell something to this guy but no some of them are just that enthusiastic and they just want to you know include you you know with that you just kind of want to share it within it like black friday cyber monday like the christmas season was uh you know, I didn't intend for, you know, it to be that bad. And all of a sudden there's like 20 extra soaps, you know, and stuff like that. And I got rid of like 20 soaps at, at a, at the San Diego meetup here in California in October. And then like, that was moot by November, you know, you're just making room, you know, but like, that's the thing. I feel like I'm good. One of the last thing I, one of the last things I got was probably the same thing. I got puzzle, uh, you know, near the end of the year. And, but I told myself, I'm just like, you know what, like this is good. 
um, I, I was joking with John and Ross. I'm like, I think I, I bought seven tobacco soaps in 2019. I didn't even intend for it to happen. I'm just like, do I, I guess I like tobacco, you know? And, and, and here we are. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be like, you know, curbing because I'm pretty much good as far as like, I feel seasonal stuff, you know, like all around stuff. Think, you know, brushes and, you know, talk about brushes and razors. Um, I, you know, uh, I have a good amount of brushes, probably less than 20, but none of them are like, you know, overly expensive. I am planning on picking up a declaration, you know, like eventually, but no, no timetable on that, uh, really. And then razors, I definitely have, you know, um, I was gifted a, a 6S and that's probably the most expensive razor that I own. But everything else, I have a couple of vintage. I still have the, the 423C that I have and, and stuff like that. I, I don't see myself getting into, into razors only because I feel like I get already excellent shaves of it as it is. So uh, I don't see myself like dropping, you know, like, 300, 500, $1,000 on something where I'm going to get really, I'm not going to get that much of a better experience from it. Just at least in my head, you know? And I think people feel the same way about soaps. Maybe I'm not going to get into soaps because I feel like I'm not going to get that much of a better experience anyway. I think that's where soaps are different though. Like with the, the razors or the brush, like they're all pretty close and it's not, I mean, obviously you're, you you have your different tiers there, but like, you're not a $300 brush and a $300 brush are, they're not going to be that different, but with soaps, I mean, you could have two different bases or even the same base and you could have a completely different scent. Like the scent really opens up a lot more variety, so to speak, than the razor, at least kind of from my perspective, like you're not getting as much variety with the, with the brushes and razors as you are with the soaps, just because of the scent aspect. Yeah. I I think some of the, some of the razor makers are trying to kind of, you know, make it a little more difficult. You got your, you know, your various blade gaps now that are offered um, from different razor makers, the uh, adjustability aspect that's kind of been kind of big the last couple of years. It's been making a comeback, but um, yeah, I mean, I still, I, I definitely see what you're saying in terms of, sense it really does make a a pretty big difference yeah and i i think you know i I would totally agree with that um i think with any either hobby or i don't want to use the word addiction you know and it's probably you know what it can lead to but you know when you just like get into something that that kind of like hits those like i really like this note and you know you just kind of like go down that hole you know me and and yeah, I would say predominantly for me, scent is the number one reason I'll I'll pick up a, a soap or a set of something. Like bases, I don't even want to say base is number two, you know, because I feel like most of the time I can already get a great lather out of most bases out there. Um, I completely agree with that. Like, I mean, yeah. the, the I've, I've heard the term singularity thrown around recently yeah. with the bases. like there's so many top notch bases that really at this point, you're only basing it off of scent. Like unless, unless you're going something just completely off to the side, like if you're going with the the top artisans, like you're getting a great shave out of that. So scent is the only option at that point or, or just supporting your favorite artisans. But uh, 
all that being equal, like it's sent. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, I think when it comes to, to the, the, you know, uh, soap acquisition disorder, and I think you know, what, at what point do you get the burnout aspect of it? Do you, do you, do any of you guys have like a story as far as like that, as far as burnout is, is concerned? I don't really have too much, uh, I guess in the way of burnout stories, I, I think I've definitely gone through like, a, I would, I would term it more of a lull, not really a burnout, but, um, you know, just, I mean, there's just some times where you just, things get busy and, um, life changes um i think uh there's definitely lulls i i don't think i've ever really experienced a true burnout per se but i've i've gone through like a lull where it's just you know it's calmer um not as many purchases maybe not even shaving as much it's, but yeah no no true burnout what about you john i think uh, i took a detour so around the time where my now 6 year old son was born was the time where I really embraced kind of the uh, the journey going from shaving to fragrances. Because that's why, and that's, you know, kind of very similar to Alex uh, acquiring the soaps. A lot of the fun was like, oh my gosh, oh, this is a dupe of this, but I've never smelled it. So it doesn't matter. It's brand new, exciting to me. And then eventually going over and either trying the actual fragrances or clones of it or uh, discovering decants of it, you know, like top 10 millimeter, um, uh, little you know, basically large samples of uh, of these pretty expensive fragrances otherwise um I, I really got into that around the time my son was born uh and i think that kind of um yeah it's more of a lull in the shaving part but it's the, the fragrance journey was very connected to shaving so i feel like it's just i did, did a deeper dive onto the part that i really really liked uh about the shaving so it was yeah i wasn't chasing formulas necessarily because as long as they gave me a decent shave and didn't dry the heck out of my face I was pretty happy with that, but I, I detoured into fragrances every now and then where like this past fall, I kind of touched back on it because um, I feel like I was missing uh, of all things, we just talked about like, tobacco fragrances. Like, I, I could really use uh, a nicer one. So I was kind of uh, filling out more pieces, moving some fragrances that I picked up from previous kind of like deep dive, move those off. So I, I do go through cycles and I don't know if you guys have other major hobbies, but um, I feel like when one lulls, I pick up another, which is not the best thing to do financially. So, and the major ones that uh, in the past maybe decade of my life uh, are shaving, fragrances, and guitar pedals. <laughs> like that, that one, the last one is just like, 
what the hell? <laughs> but is, is there hobbyist guitar pedals? There, there's, I mean, there's like there's like art the equivalent of artisan guitar pedals and like waitlist. Oh and yeah. Like, oh, I gotta snatch up this next one. Uh, there's oh, yeah. there's limited editions where it's like a special paint job or someone will do the art for a release. You, you can imagine that like something that's already a couple hundred dollars would even bump even more, right? Uh, and let alone secondhand market. So uh, that was definitely a more expensive hobby, but. Are people as passionate about guitar pedals as they are about soap? I don't know if passion, passion is the right. I mean, yes, but uh, get, so electric guitarists especially are known to be very fickle. So they'll be like, oh, I, I need uh, a new overdrive pedal. And the same thing is like, oh, I saw, like, I'm just scouring um, Instagram or, the, or, or different forums and looking at what people's pedal boards are. It's like, oh, like, there's that visual aspect. I'll, I'll hear it, right? But there's like, there's not that much differentiation once you go to certain like you said tiers right so something over a hundred dollars versus sub 100 uh i think there's those are distinct but then you know once you, you start creeping up it's really how much do you drop and how much do you want to show off i mean I, you know, honestly and that that overlaps into the shaving stuff as well like how much was that razor how much better of a shave is it, it's not it's not about how much better of a shave but man is it like a mirror polish or made from titanium or, or you know like just different stuff like that where it, it is it's you know something you can flaunt and that's fine you can enjoy it so <laughs> yeah so I, I cycle their different different hobbies the guitar one though at least you're, you're using the stuff but i, I realize I, I can be happy with more budget more budget friendly stuff after trying like i definitely tried some of the more expensive things and realized nope <laughs> not a good idea wife is not happy and that's not making me happy <laughs> or not being happy. So and back to a shape, back to a shaving we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I, I, you know what? I think that's a good idea because like, we just happen to be talking about, you know, um, soap acquisition disorder or uh, brush or razors, but like there are tons of them, you know? Um, uh, I don't, I wouldn't say that my wife has a disorder when it comes to anything, but like she's into um, nail polishes, nail lacquers. And there are artisanal nail polishes and nail lacquers. There is a Reddit community on it, uh, you know, and things like that, where you can have people like doing their own, you know, like making them by hand and shipping them off, uh, you know, either starting on Etsy or like, you know, doing their own websites and things like that. Um, I, I think in any given hobby, there's going to be something something similar that people are going through. It could be, it could be guitar pedals, um, you know, I would say, I don't want to say it's like, uh, like I'm a food, like I'm, like I'm into food. I'm into like food culture uh, and things like that. Um, you know, I have, I'm in Southern California. And so like our, like our food culture scene is, you know, top notch, you know, when it, when it comes to a lot of things and yeah, like, you know, you kind of wonder like, oh, how can people, you know, go to these places they see on Instagram, you know, like wait an hour, two hours, five hours like in a line for something, you know, uh, that no one else gets. And it's part of that, um, you know, like we talked about, uh, John and I talked about like FOMO, the fear of missing out. Like, you know, in soap, it's the same thing. You know, like if, if you have a limited edition, you know, like you, and it's something that you think you're going to want, you feel terrible if you're, you know, if you don't, you know, get it. Same thing with that. Like everyone's going to this place, um, you know, that, that's popular. And all of a sudden, like, you know, if it's a restaurant, and all of a sudden, like, you want to go in that line. You want to see what all the fuss is about. And um, 
yeah, I think there's like just multiple levels uh, on it as far as, um, you know, the person's reasoning, you know, because I, I talk about like I have what 60 soaps, uh, Rossi said, yeah, 30, you know, John, how many do you have? I did want to say I, I didn't grow up my soap collection that much, but I was looking at my spreadsheet while you guys were talking, and I am just under a hundred now. And like I did not want to be near, near that number. Uh, I think in the beginning of 2019, maybe end of 2018, I was like my mental number, uh, the, the the number I had in my head that the collection should never go over was 50, 60 max. We are we are beyond that. So I mean, I've I've been slowly getting rid of stuff but it's it, I, I do need to like do a major call of it i think 50 would be a sweet number uh, i have the uh, advantage of borrowing stuff from folks like friends locally uh, or even online uh, people who are kind enough to send samples or tubs and, and i'm happy you know happy to do the same right uh that way we can try it especially if it's like the quote unquote latest and greatest without having to add another tub to my collection but getting down to 50 might be hard because I think uh, I if Alex, you were saying like there's, there's, you kind of know which artisans you want to support, right? How ridiculous does that sound? Getting to 50 yeah, might be hard, that, right? That's, that's from a hundred is hard. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I get that. And right. So, and, yeah, and yeah. here's the, here's the funny part, right? Like <laughs> I kind of like did like, like, you know, like a little, you know, like some general math. Yeah. I'm like, typically, I can shave every other day, right? 365 days a year, that's about 180 shaves. Mm-hmm. And you get about maybe, I don't know, depending on how you load, 40 to 50 shaves per tub of soap, right? So that's four, technically about four tubs, four to five tubs a year for me. I'm at like 60. So I have about 10 years worth of shaves at, at minimum on mm-hmm. here. And, and that's not even uh, factoring that soaps can go bad. Oh yeah, you know, and and that is definitely a possibility. But yeah, like I have enough soap for at least ten years. Right. You know? I, I think I think we have a there's a natural mindset that nobody really wants to admit, it, but it's like you have your scents that you absolutely love, and you have the ones that you really, really, really like, and they're there really should be a distinction between the two and you would think based off of that, that it would be easier to part with, you know, things. But when you see something, it, when you, when you're looking at like, just say in my case, the 30 soaps, I'm like, I really, really like pretty much all these at the very least, but at the same time, it's like, really like that, that sounds ridiculous to say. I think soap soap is the primary one. I mean, I don't have, well, how about your, well, you got a good amount of brushes, John, though, don't you? Not too much. I, I am I think 25 when we last talked. 25. And I, and when we talk about acquisition disorder, in my head, I was, I was thinking like the, 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 that cycle, right? Where you're picking up a lot, looking into it, watching videos, reviews. I need that one. Pick it up. And then kind of go crazy. With, with the brushes, it's been slow and steady. And I really okay. don't regret like I don't regret any of the pieces. I look at it like, do I need a purge? Like, I mean, yes, from the number of like, I don't need that many brushes for one face, but <laughs> but I I really enjoy it, like as a showpiece, as an art piece. Like, oh no, I I got this because I don't know. I in, in general, I like pr- pretty shiny things. <laughs> so. There are a lot of words of someone that has a problem that won't admit they have a problem. 
like, no, there's no problem. There's, yeah, it's fine. It's I'll, I'll tell you when I've had enough. Right. <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. You could have a hundred beanie babies still, I guess, at this point. Still, I like how you had to, to add the still, still caveat. Still. <laughs> now, Alex, you, you only use one razor, right? What? I pretty much only use one razor. I have a couple vintage ones that I got recently from one of the, the Secret Santa gifts, but I, I've had a Wolfman razor for... Oh well, <laughs> two years, and that's pretty much all I use. If you're gonna have one, you're doing it right. <laughs> yeah. I I'm I'm the type where I'd I'd rather spend extra money and get something quality yeah. and just use and it. Maybe you it. can flip it for two thousand dollars. Right, ching. Right, yeah, just making money left and right here. Nah, I, uh... Well, that, that's actually something I started to kind of look into with the site is uh, being able to kind of parse through all the shaves of the day and identify stuff that is in my den, but I haven't used in a year. Like, mm. do I really need this still? Like, why do I still have this if I'm not using it? Um, like, I've that- done, I've just gone through stuff manually a couple times to kind of like, do I really want this? Like, I don't remember the last time I used it and kind of set it to the side and didn't necessarily get rid of it right away but like did i go looking for it no okay it's definitely gone there but um i i kind of get the feeling that there's a lot of people where they have a bunch of stuff and they don't realize that they haven't touched it in a very very long time so that was that's something i'm looking to do to try and maybe help people does uh, remind me does the site does it kind of compile like those like statistics for shaves like i know there's a there's an there's actually an app out there. I think it's called Shaving Buddy or Shave Buddy or something, and it will actually, um, you know, over time it will compile your usage of you know like how often you use this brush, like what percentage of your shaves in a given time period, what percentage you used it. So it kind of gives you a pretty cool breakdown of like really what you're gravitating towards more. Yeah, it, it doesn't do that now. I mean, the, if if someone is using the Shave of the Day tool. Um, or the the den like the data is there it just needs to be put into a presentable format Got it. Um, and I, I mentioned earlier that one of the things I'm working on when I do have the time is the the user experience um, and the the new style or you new UI that I'm working on actually has a lot of really cool graph options which I'm hoping to incorporate that and kind of mm-hmm. I don't want to say like full social media, but like having that profile where other people can kind of see that, Hey, this person really likes this. And from talking with them, like I know I have similar preferences, like let me go see what they're looking. Cause maybe I'll, I'll check out some of what their favorite things are. Mm. Um, kind of stuff like that. So like, like the data is all there. I just got to put it into a presentable format for people. Gotcha. I, I think that'd be a great feature. So kind of like, um, uh, a metric tracking last year, like maybe last date used and then number of like total number of times used. The the one thing I was thinking about doing that I think would probably make some people not too happy is uh, I do have some data on uh, MSRP of soaps. Uh, so just put a big old uh, total <laughs> den value on there and oh. just make some people feel bad about themselves. Oh. Uh, but I, I, I haven't implemented, I don't know if I'm going to implement that, but I, uh, <laughs> and then there's a lot of machine learning opportunities there as well. Like uh, even image, like 
you upload the picture and it'll kind of look through it, compare pictures and kind of try and guess at what you shaved with. Stuff like that is kind of stuff that I, I want to work on. And it's, you need, I keep saying I don't have time. I really need to prioritize it instead of like Rocket League. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's. Have you ever had a prank happen and no one realized it was a prank? Uh, I feel like you're trolling me right now. This wasn't necessarily so. If you're not, uh, I'm I'm not. So you're you're thinking of something. <laughs> so the 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 Reddit Lather Games last year. Um, so for those who are not familiar, it's basically there's a different theme every single day. Uh, sometimes it's use a tobacco scent. Sometimes it's use a particular brand. Whatever. Uh, I put I did so I didn't tell anybody. I just put a ton of clues. In my post, like I was misspelling words. Um, I was doing like not super obvious, but at least I thought they were obvious enough for people to catch on. No one noticed a thing. And so at the end, I just went on a rant and just yelled at everybody for like no one picking it up. Like I was spelling people's usernames wrong. And like for, for those that know me, like I'm pretty anal about like, grammar and spelling and stuff like that like i get super irritated if i don't do it right and like even on like forums and and stuff like that like i try and make sure that it's proper grammar no one noticed anything so like i tied that into the site where if you basically got the code it brought you to a page on the site and i like i had prizes lined up i had cards <laughs> lined up for people no one no one even picked up that there was a scavenger hunt uh, oh, and oh. so this year at the ladder game, people are like reading into things way too much. And I was like, no, there's nothing. And at the end, they're like, well, I found this, this, like I was getting messages on Reddit from people they're like, yeah, I found this. I found this. I'm not really sure what this means. I was like, dude, there's nothing. Like I didn't do it. <laughs> and like, people weren't believing me because of the, the rant I went on. Uh, so yes, yes. Uh, I have done things like that before and people did not notice. <laughs> Well, what would you be your one piece of advice for someone new to wet shaving, kind of want to explore, but you know, how, how would you help them avoid the pitfalls that many of us fall into? It would be to find like a group of people that you'd be willing to like, you know, share samples or or things like that without any, like maybe having to purchase. If you can do it locally, it's great. Like Alex said, you know, like you go to any place where you can grab some samples, uh, Maggard's, West Coast Shaving, Grumatorium, um, like, like, you know, all of them, like, like, yeah, before you know it, yeah, sure. You have like, you know, you, you don't think it's that bad until you spend like a hundred or $150 or more on just samples. And the other thing would just, to be honest, like just getting into the habit of practicing restraint from the beginning, because it's too easy. It is so easy just, you know, to go on there and it's not like um, the big retailers, you know, uh, you know, don't know it. I mean, um, like West Coast Shaving, they offer free shipping on most new items. Maggard's has like the edge shipping, um, you know, spend over $50 or whatever, you know, like get free shipping and things like that. And that's nothing. You know, I think we can all agree like 50 bucks is nothing, you know, like you can do that, you know, with a with like a single set nowadays, you know, and things like that. So just understand that 
you know, it's a lot easier to fall down to the rabbit hole and a lot harder to just kind of keep your eye, you know, just again, practice some restraint. And, and I don't mean um, that in terms of, you know, uh, for any artisans out there that um, are looking to sell, because I mean, truth is, you know, a lot of them, if, if, you're a good, if you have a good product, you're gonna sell your product anyway. But I just think, you know, like as the, for a consumer, it's just very good to, just to know that things are just way too easy. You know, it, it's way too easy for us to, to fall into the pit. I mean, my obvious answer is you should try that soap because <laughs> what it was designed for. Uh, but really, like what Gerard said, like if you have the opportunity to go somewhere where you can smell things, like do that and get a general idea of what you like. Um, even if you don't have access to like a Maggard's or a Pasteur's or a West Coast shaving, like to go to like a Sephora or a Macy's or something and just smell some of the colognes. Like I, I, there's a couple wet shaving artisans that are very very good at perfumery um so you may not get like and that's to say that like perfumery and shaving soap scents are are for the most part not in the same realm like there are very different things there uh and that's to say that there are a couple that do it very well um so you may not get exactly what you're looking for by smelling like these more commercial perfumes but you can get a general idea like a lot of them have a main note like you can get an idea of what sandalwood is you can get an idea of what like uh a leather is but even then there's a lot of more notes that are just really common that people know like leather people know what leather smells like for the most part people know what tobacco smells like for the most part so you can get an idea so like once you get an idea kind of use that to drive you rather than just buying random stuff or worst case like i I've, I've generally been a fan of like don't listen to what other people say because they may have different preferences than you but there is something to be said that like if a lot of people are saying hey this is really good maybe then try it out um but you've got to be careful there because you don't want to there's a lot of influencers out there you don't want to fall down that trap of uh needing to try every single thing. Right. right. I, I'm talking to all of them right now. Uh, you don't <laughs> want to fall down that trap of. What? We, may, we may not think of ourselves like it, but I like, I mean, enough people watch this to where they're listening to what we use and, and things like that. So, <laughs> well, I mean like even, even the people that aren't doing videos or anything like that, like even just reading Reddit, like the shave of the day threads, you, you see, you see, you can tell what the popular brands are. You can tell what the popular soaps are. So, I mean, read that. Read some of the descriptions that people are doing. Like, some people just post exactly what they shave with, but then there's a lot of people that will post uh, what they – like a, like a, a paragraph rundown. Like, In depth. read it. See what you say. Um, you're going to get m more insight than just the artisan's write-up of it. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know – the write-ups are good. I think the the write-ups sometimes are uh, underappreciated. I, th I mean, there are some people that really spend some time writing up, you know, their their thoughts and their review, essentially, of things. Um, I mean, I, I think some of them are good enough to where, you, like, you really do feel like you could get a true interpretation of it. <clears throat> I think it, it, initially it, it's really hard for me to actually say this, but I really do think that, like, samples definitely are the best way and to almost try as much as you can because I think then you know 
that much quicker what your preferences are and then you're not you know stuck you know buying all these different things down the road and and getting caught up in it i think the samples are obviously the cheapest option in terms of you know your soaps and whatnot and i think just you know trying as much as you can early on just to kind of get a sense of what those preferences are, are are pretty beneficial that way you know you're not spending nearly as much down the road i think my piece of advice kind of it's applicable, I think, to multiple hobbies, not just shaving. Um, but as for shaving, it's more a hardware piece of advice. And early on, I think technique really comes down to it, right? And if you're doing, if you're trying like a dozen different razors in your first year of wet shaving, I'm going to say you're doing it wrong. Do some research. Uh, I read or watch five or six different reviews, make a purchase uh, and, and stick with it, especially with razors, right? If you only stick with it for one or two weeks, only using a couple different soaps with it, uh, I don't think that's that's enough data points. And if you're a beginner uh, wet shaver, especially, you're still learning angles. And every time you pick up a new razor, you got to learn its different properties. And that's, that includes the ideal angle. So if you're doing brushes, if you're doing razors uh, in that first year, just really limited to, you know, give it at least, I don't know, six to eight weeks for any piece of gear before really determining it's no good. If something's like too aggressive for you, I, that's that's pretty quick. If you're <laughs> if you're cutting your face up and not having a good time, I, that, I think that speaks that that can speak for itself. But then again, uh, if you're thinking about straight razor shaving, right, <laughs> that's six to eight weeks. It's like nothing. You're still it's going to take more time than that to really perfect that um, that technique. So uh, don't be don't be too quick to shuffle off, sell off stuff, and then and try to jump onto the next thing. Well, I guess as we sign off, I want to make sure that people can find um, everyone that participated today and uh, where they can find you on, on the internet. So first up, co-host Gerard, where can folks find you on the internet? Um, easiest place is just Instagram, uh, hey Gerard Shaves, all one word. Um, also on the West Coast Shaving Daily Shave, I'm always in the comments, things like that. So those are, those are the easiest ones. <laughs> okay, thanks. And, and next up, Ross, where can folks find you? Uh, also, as part of the West Coast Shaving Daily Shave series, and also on Instagram, it's at Nova underscore Shaves. Awesome. And our special guest, Alex, where can folks find you and your works? Uh, so the main place is the site, trythatsoap.com. Um, there's a contact form if anyone needs to reach out with suggestions, feedback, questions, help, whatever. And then social media, it's try that soap on both Twitter and Instagram. I do check them somewhat often. I don't post a ton. I, I need to up my game there, but um, I, I, I do like I have them on my phone. So I'll see the notifications if people shoot messages or anything. Great. And I'm John, and you can find me on most platforms under Leatherhog on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. So I want to thank everyone today for their time. Uh, it's a great conversation. I feel like we only kind of scratched the surface of this topic, but uh, it was really cool to hear how each of our journeys, how they're different, how they're similar. And I do hope that listeners will find uh, these pieces of advice, especially if you're just starting out, um, find it valuable. If you guys ever have any questions, I would say don't be shy to contact any of us. We just shared our contact info and we'd love to help you um, kind of get the best out of your shave whatever that whatever that might mean and where in the journey you are 
So thank you everyone again. Thanks everyone for listening and we hope to catch you next episode. Thank you for listening to Ladder Talk. If you're enjoying the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. We appreciate your time and support and hope to catch you next episode.